Hey guys, welcome to Paragraphs and Insights. I'm your host, Nyangara. As usual, thank you for tuning in. I know, I know I promised I'd be more consistent, but life, life comes at you fast. And I am taking responsibility for that. As maybe you have seen from the title, this is the one thing that could probably or has probably started to change my life and the way I view it. And I felt that it was necessary for me to share with you guys because... I hate to learn stuff and keep it to myself. I must share it with someone. And because of your my favorite community that I'm trying to build, I figured, let me share here. I'm rumbling. But I am fine. I think so. I am as fine as I can be at the moment. So, yeah, let's get right into it. So, today's topic is radical responsibility. And I think I came across this word like two weeks ago. And it was probably from a TikTok because I've been spending so much time on TikTok. Like literally the, the songs that are that keep playing in my head are Watermelon Sugar, Levitating, and Good For You. And I don't know, like I should probably not be spending that much time on TikTok, but uh, maybe one video out of 50 you get to land on a gem and this was one of those gems so what radical responsibility means is uh, taking your own power back and focusing on finding solutions other than something or someone else to blame and I'll try and explain why this is it's a concept that is not foreign obviously but it hit me in on my face it hit me in my face what's the proper english i have no idea and because i i feel like i was in a rut at that point in time and when you feel like life is just happening to you and you're not living life life is just happening to you so you just have classes so you're just going to class you have an order so you're just doing the order i was not taking responsibility for nothing nothing in my life like everything was just everyone else's fault and i do not blame myself (laughs) the irony i do not actually blame myself because i was brought here without my consent obviously like we were all brought here without our consent maybe we wrote that our spirits wanted to come but those were our spirits so and i'm not going to go into all that spiritual stuff because I do not fully grasp it, but some people believe that your spirit applied in some way, shape or form. They wanted to be manifested in the human form, but I'm digressing. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is when you were born, you're kind of bombarded with life. So your parents take care of you and they do a good job, hopefully, so that you might be able to take care of yourself. And once you are out in the world and you actually have to take care of yourself, it feels new. And it feels different and you want to make sense of everything that is happening so you might find yourself questioning your existence you might find yourself questioning your purpose you might find yourself questioning why the hell you were born why are you here what are you meant to do what is your life meant to look like how are you going to live your life to the fullest when you still can so these were the type of questions that i was asking myself when i was in this strut uh, I was not getting any answers, obviously, because it's not something that you're, you're supposed to brainstorm and know what you, the meaning of your life is. But I finally came to the conclusion that life is what I make it. My life is what I make it because no one else is going to live my life. 
the spirit that manifested itself in my human body or my spirit that manifested itself i don't know how this works but whatever spirit is in me if it is mine or someone else's who lived in 1803 that is their problem <laughs> but i feel like if i'm not going to take control of what i want my life to look like no one else will do that it was not it's not my parents job to give me the life that i feel like i need because they will give me the life that they wanted or they feel like they should provide and that is true to them as much as i wish i was a trust fund baby i'm not so it's fine i forgive them <laughs> i love you mom uh but yeah they gave me the best life that they could and that is the life that they thought that i should be living and when you get out of your parents house and now i do not have any roommate i i stay by myself and now my individuality has come to a different level of actualization because i am the only person that i come to at night at night where am i doing the day like after class or after work or after i run my errands i come to my own place so if i leave my room messy i will find it messy no one else is going to pick things up for me it's my responsibility to take care of my own environment it's my responsibility to take care of my own body i was so used to my dad waking me up to give me cough syrup i sound like a baby i know but i used to cough so much so much at night and sometimes I, it will kind of be unconsciously until i get woken up and then i realize yo like i've been coughing really hard and my, my dad gives me the medicine i go back to sleep so now when i'm having like those cough situations or when i'm having like a, a flu or something like that it's my responsibility to take myself to hospital and to get myself medicine and to do all these adult things that i'm so used to having other people like do for me or remind me to do and it's kind of it's really different i don't even have a bed to come home to i tried having a kitten we have four at home but i realized i was heavily allergic to her so that was kind of it was really bad for me but just it, it was sad it was sad i cried when i when i was giving but i had to give her up i had her for only three days but it also made me realize that i'm not ready for the responsibility of taking for and taking care of another living creature i can do plants so if you want to send me plants send me plants i love plants i can do plants but taking care of another living breathing actively uh making sounds creature <laughs> what am i trying to say i was about to say talking but cats don't talk so it was difficult for me to take care of her not that in terms of food like obviously i could prepare her food but then giving her the attention that she needed i felt like i could have struggled because I wasn't even giving myself enough attention and it took me three days to realize that I'd not give myself that much space and now having this other creature that I have to give I have to give my attention to was now looking really difficult it was now this reality of okay someone else is depending on you some some someone else is uh looking up to you to take care of their needs and then I realized shit i've not adultified proper, properly sorry i've not i've not grown up i'm not grown up enough to take care of this kind of responsibility so i decided you know let me start with the small responsibilities but if i did not if i wasn't allergic to her i probably would have had her until now because she was such a cute 
Kitan, like I loved her, I still do. She'll always have a place in my heart. But anyway, that is not the point. Uh, so my radical responsibility, epiphany, or moment of what, uh, realization, or what do they call it? Like when you, yeah, the aha moment, it hit me that I have to be the one who does these things. And as much as I detested being uh, required to do all these life things, and it's not like you want to die, but it's just like living is so demanding and it doesn't make sense. So I found myself looking at other people's lives and I'm like, how can you handle all this situation, all these situations I can barely juggle between my school life and my personal life. So how can you do all these other things you have, maybe your content creating, you're still in school, maybe like doing your master's or your PhD. I'm doing my degree and it's stressful like F. So I do not get how you can even have a job and do your master's at the same time. And then some people have kids or some people have jobs. Some people, you know, like people have a lot going on. And I'm not saying that that is something that I want to do. Like I don't want to be overwhelmed with work, obviously, because I did not come to this life to suffer. I was not born to suffer. But if, but balancing the things that they enjoy doing, and I found that to be very beautiful to see, and I found that I was hindering myself from doing the things that I enjoyed, and uh, blaming it all on having like a bad mood or being in a rut, or finding something else to blame, be it anxiety, be it being in a depressive mood, be it being sad or annoyed, or things are just not going right. And it just hit me like no one is going to lift me up of this situation. No one is going to come save me and I have to do it myself. And 90% of the time, we know what we're supposed to be doing. Like we know what is expected of us or we know what we can do to make ourselves feel better. And if you don't, you need to have reflective time with yourself. Think about the things that you enjoy doing. Think about the things that boost your mood. And you'll find that most of the time, the things that give you a higher sense of reward and they give you like a boost of dopamine, endorphins or serotonin, they're the things that you might find harder to do. Well, except sex, because a lot of people do enjoy having sex. Yeah, so it I had to now take my life into my own hands and realize my life is only going to get as better as I allow it to and as better as I want it to. So if my day-to-day looks like me slugging in bed watching TikToks all day, that will actually be my life. And I'll live a pretty mediocre or below average life because that is what I chose for myself. If my average day looks like me waking up and working out for the endorphins and oh my God, if people are not seeing me, but my head is doing that TikTok thing. And I'm saying that as if you'll understand, but I hope someone understands. No, when you're singing a song and then you shake your head like, I'm digressing. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, you wake up, you work out, you have a good, good feeling breakfast that you absolutely love. You go out, you do your thing, you you have your entire day planned, obviously not over planned, do not, do not exhaust yourself and you allow breaks, you drink your water, you want to keep 
yourself healthy and happy you meet with people that you love often you talk to people that you love often you stay away from social media it's, it drains you stay away from people who drain you if my life is above average if i set up my day-to-day activities to be things that i am proud of and i'm excited to do even though not very much but are going to give me good returns for my future self that is what my life is going to look like it's going to look like the things that i do on a daily basis and no one is going to do these things for me no one is going to work out for my body i have to do that myself no one is going to buy me fruits for an extra boost of serotonin or something or ground nuts for an extra boost of serotonin no one is going to read that book that i really like apart from me no one is going to listen to a podcast because i I enjoy listening to true crime and it it keeps me in a very calm mood and it it brings me joy not the actual crimes but just the stories i i don't know we love true crime it's i i I can't explain it it's we are women we are we are our own type of creatures so if that is what will make me happy i do what makes me happy and i do i now i try and do my habits consciously and it's not like a drastic change that i'm going for like five kilometers run every day it's maybe doing a dance workout that I really enjoy to a song that I really like and bumping to it and you know boosting my end of and my endorphins and feeling good about myself and going on with my day and doing these tiny little things that excite me and planning my maybe solo dates planning meeting with friends doing those kind of things that make my life feel wholesome and happy that is how my life is going to look like in the long run. And with that realization that no one is coming to do anything for you and you have to do things for yourself, I was in such denial because I was like, now all this work for what? All this work for what? And I realized it's fine, yeah, it's work, but it's work to keep myself happy. And I know sometimes you won't have the energy. I know some days your circumstances will be extremely hard. And it will be difficult for you to do the things that you enjoy and the things that are actually good for you. And it's fine to have bad days. I'm not saying that this is supposed to be a constant thing. No change comes that easy. It is fine. Have your bad days, but ensure you pick yourself up. And I I think this is what I like with the idea of radical responsibility is it's fine to feel your feelings. Like 100%, you're supposed to feel your feelings. As long as you know when it's, it's time to pick yourself back up, you are going to be there for yourself and because it's a practice that you've done and you're used now to picking yourself up you won't be scared anymore of being in a rut because you know that when the time comes if you need to you will be able to get out of it and i feel like this was the one of the scariest things that happened when last year i was in a very bad place emotionally mentally and i was just thinking to myself is this how it's going to be for the rest of my life because at that moment I did not know how to get myself out of it and now getting used to seeing my circumstances see whatever I have and making the best out of what I have it kind of gets easier it really does and this does not get to dismiss people who are facing real issues like trigger warning abuse uh, things like domestic violence things like neglect, things like loss and grief. This does not necessarily apply like it's something that you should just do from the blue. It's just, 
to tell you that you do have a choice when you are ready for that choice you do have a choice to maybe make your life turn around and kind of find a way to incorporate the feelings that you want to feel and the people that you want around you in your life and kind of make your life a bit happier so with that i really hope that me oversharing has helped you in some way or another please know uh be self-reflective and just know whatever you want from life and try to incorporate that in your day-to-day activities we all want more money so if you want money sometimes you have to either uh be heavy with the manifestation and the affirmation things and be centered in abundance and you just know that your life is abundant but you can't sit in that abundance and not do anything you know it's an exchange of energy so if you're going to give your work if you're going to give your talent if you're going to give your words whatever talent you have in exchange for that money if you're already in that state of abundance you'll be told by the manifestation people you can't just sit down and wait for money to come from heaven you should be out there also looking for it because opportunities will come hardly do they come knocking at your door when you're sleeping and covered in a duvet you have to live life you have to live life to experience life you have to live life to see the miracles of life and yeah i guess with that that's it i hope you enjoyed this i am promising to post on monday because it is my responsibility to keep this podcast updated and that i think that will just be my mantra coming going forward i take i have complete control of my life and my reactions i do not have control of what other people do but i do have control of what my headspace is, is like of how my month my mindset is like of what actions i choose to do and that is what i'll just choose to focus on i have said bye i think like three times now this is the real one thank you for listening bye bye bye